somebody not know how to flush a toilet after they've had a shit? Disgusting! It's In The Toilet. Hello, welcome back to In The Toilet, the podcast where we love to talk about shit. My name's Tom, I'm joined by Al. Hello. And Richard. Hello. So, it's been a while since our last catch-up, I think. What's news? What have I missed? Well... The biggest news, I guess, is that I managed to move to Barcelona in the middle of a shitty pandemic, but I made it. So I'm here with new food, new toilet, new atmosphere, new shits, new everything, and pretty happy about it, to be honest. So that's, that's my news. <laughs> <laughs> well, a change, of, a change of toilet is as good as a rest. Ex- exactly. Exactly. That's what they say. So a whole new was- bowel. <laughs> How are you finding the change of diet, the move to mini donuts, tortillas, tapas, and <laughs> So far, so good. I really enjoyed my first little trip to the shop because, you know, when you go on holiday, I feel like your holiday shop is an important one because you're, you're excited to be abroad, you're excited to start your holiday, and you go into like a little corner shop, the one closest to the flat. And it's a little bit hot and sweaty and you get your beers, you get your bottled water because, well, the tap water's not very good. Uh, you get your little cheese slices, you get your jamon slices and you get your little pack of donuts as well. So <laughs> basically <laughs> everything you need for your first, your first lunch on your first day until you manage to go to a proper supermarket. <laughs> when, you, when you say the tap water is not very good, so do you drink the tap water when you're in Barcelona? Well, the strange thing about Barcelona is that it really depends on the neighbourhood you're in. If you're in the city centre, like the centre centre in Raval, for example, the tap water tastes disgusting. It's like drinking metal. It's horrible. And I think, yeah, it can upset your stomach a little bit. Some people react differently. If you're in a slightly posher neighbourhood, then it's actually not bad. So we're a little bit further north. I wouldn't call it posh, but so far the tap water is good. And I've been drinking it. So I've managed to save myself 80 cents per week on bottled water. So, yeah. Well, that's even if you had horrific hot coffee diarrhea, that's probably a good investment in yourself. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you notice any difference between the Spanish tap water and Thames water? Because you were previously drinking Thames water, right? Which has been through seven people. Is that the stat? Oh, really? That's nasty. I heard that Thames water, by the time it comes out of the tap, is cycled through seven people already on average. Oh, God. Well, it's interesting because in Barcelona, I think the water comes from the Pyrenees, but I think it's got to travel quite far. And I know both of you can speak to this experience of being down at Barcelona Beach and basically getting chased by like jobbies and sanitary towels and condoms. <laughs> and it's pretty disgusting. So I don't know if that speaks to the quality of the tap water or not, but yeah. Did, did we not once go there and is the sewage treatment plant not basically right next to the beach? Am I remembering this correctly? That's right. That's right. Because yeah. I remember you, you wanted to like, yeah, we'll get outside the city centre. We'll like go a little bit further up the coast and like find a quiet bit of the beach. But I think you, you accidentally managed to go right next to the sewage <laughs> treatment works and have a pretty I, substandard beach experience. I think I remember the story as Richard, you took us to the beach and then made us swim next to the sewer outflow. <laughs> what do the brown flags mean in the beach? <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's, it's okay to swim. It means it's good quality. On you go. If it's brown, you might drown. And if it's black, <laughs> if it's blue, <laughs> it just goes through. It just goes through, yeah. 
Speaking of uh, being abroad and going through you, as you guys both know, I used to live in Prague in the Czech Republic. And thinking about, you said, oh, I'm saving 80 cents uh, a week. So I was there for a year. And when I first moved there, everybody says, do not drink the tap water. They said, if you're local and you've grown up here, your, your stomach is used to it, you can drink the tap water. But if you are a newcomer, don't drink it. It is not good for you. And I was a student. So you wait up, you go, well, I could buy bottled water at whatever that costs per week. <laughs> <laughs> so expensive. <laughs> or I could just struggle through, drink the tap water and build up some kind of tolerance to it. And that's basically what I did and what all the students there did. We just went, ah, we're just going to drink it and it'll be fine. And let me tell you, after a year, it was still not fine. It gave you the most horrific diarrhea you've ever experienced. Just continual diarrhea for a whole year. Oh it got so bad that we used to call it, you would experience a Czech rumble. <laughs> you would be sat in class or sat in the canteen or wherever it was. And you would get this. <laughs> And that was your, that was basically like this warning siren that you had anywhere between 30 seconds to five minutes to get from wherever you were to a toilet, because no matter what, that was coming out like a water pistol <laughs> and you better hope you were safe. <laughs> wow. That's, I can't, yeah. how did you, how did you keep repeating this for a whole year? Expecting some sort of improvement <laughs> in circumstances. Dedication as stubborn and dedicated in, in equal measures and <laughs> that's the result it's like it'll be fine i'll be fine it won't affect me no <laughs> just just great determination and that desire to save about two pounds a week <laughs> so i gotta say i i got off lightly though i didn't shit myself but plenty of people plenty of people did shit themselves one guy in particular shat himself four times Whoa. in the year yeah once once so that the tram stopped outside our building and there was a short walk from the tram back to the building and once he, he was he got the rumble on the tram and he was running kind of like a penguin <laughs> like a penguin speed walk <laughs> towards the towards the building and then just had had a full release <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And that was accepted. I was coming back from being in town and I shit my pants. <laughs> and rather than people just being appalled, they were like, I, I feel for you. It could have been any one of us. <laughs> so was it, what, what was the problem with the water? Was it like a micro problem, a germ problem, or like a heavy metal problem? Or do you have any idea? Oh, wow. I never went into specifics. I think it was the bacteria in the water. And I think if you have growing up there, your stomach has always just adjusted to it. Mm. And I think if you turn up there for a week's holiday, they say, don't even risk it. You're, it's guaranteed to hollow you. You out. know what? They should have a slogan. And I think the tourist board to let people know that you can't drink the water should be check yourself before you mess yourself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good one. Very good. Perfect. Yeah. Maybe that's how they'll restart the Czech tourism. <laughs> Come to Czech Republic and shit yourself. <laughs> they could just have brown flags popping up all over the all over the city. Uh, oh, it's it's safe to swim here, is it? Well, <laughs> well it's funny because I had um, a similar yet opposite experience when I was in Mexico a few years ago. Because I remember being really excited about spending time in Mexico and Mexican food, 
And then you have Mexican food for breakfast and then Mexican food for lunch and then for dinner, which sounds nice, but three meals a day for several days, because all it is, is just corn, meat and cheese. There's no fiber whatsoever. Like there's, there's no veg, there's nothing. So any hot sauce? Uh, <laughs> a, yeah, in some, in a little bit in some cases, but it's just stodge. So we think, oh, Mexican food's delicious. Like I can eat that three times a day. Great. But no, like it gets quite painful after maybe <laughs> maybe three days and you're just so blocked up, like your stomach just hurts. And then the only real release is like, if you know, when you're on holiday, you have a few drinks, you might have a few, a few beers or a few margaritas as well. And then you get drunk and then you, you almost shit yourself as well. And I think, I don't know if it's the alcohol that loosens you up or what, but there's not that much fiber in your traditional Mexican diet. I think that they substitute fiber for hot sauce. So I think where you said only a little hot sauce, I think that's, I think that was your problem. I think if you went heavy on the hot sauce, that probably would have kept you flowing. <laughs> so, okay, here's a question. From your experience of eating spicy food, is it spicy on the way out? Can you, do you get like a spicy hoop on the toilet? Oh my God, yes, 100%. That's interesting. So that's, okay, so that, sorry, the scientist in me is thinking, right, that means the, the spice is not digested and on your sensitive tissue, I eat your arsehole on the way out. It, 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 like it, it, there's contact and it's spicy. So it's almost like rubbing spice in your eye, for example. Like it's going to hurt. Oh, rubbing spice in your brown eye. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Tom? Have you never had Tom, a spicy think? hoop, Richard? Oh, no, I, yeah, I get it all the time. And I just think it's... Oh, hoops. I'm just, <laughs> and I just, I'm just fascinated by the, the science of it. I'm like, oh, wow, this, this spice hasn't been digested. It's not been broken down. And here it is. Like, exactly. Stinging, it's stinging like the, it's the oil or something, isn't it? Is that what it is that comes out of the chilies? Some oil, chili oil? Out of your bum. Ah, interesting. And then it makes it all the way through, and then uh, you've got hot oil spurting out your... <laughs> Bum, bum hole. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. I never thought about the science of it. I'm always surprised though. So if I have a, a really spicy meal or go extra heavy on the hot sauce, it not only gets me the the first trip to the bathroom uh, the next day, but also the second trip as it's still filtering its way through. So that's when you know that it was you really overdid it the day before on the on the heat. When the second visit of the day, you're like, ooh. Yeah, that's still burning. <laughs> nice. Lingering. I remember on the same trip, we had this big trip through Mexico and Central America. We were in Nicaragua and similar sort of diet, similar sort of stodge, but then similar sort of drinks afterwards. So I remember we were in this like beautiful idyllic place. We're on this island in Nicaragua and it's a volcan volcanic island. It's like this beautiful paradise, like land before time. There's like two volcanoes on this island. In fact, if you look at it from... A bird's eye, it looks like two big boobs, actually, because it's just like these two big volcanoes with like beaches Way. right in front <laughs> did, did you get really excited as you flew in on the plane coming in? You go like, oh, we're going to the boob island. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, like clogged up as usual. It was like the usual cycle of like three days clogged up and then you, you have some beers and then you, yeah, you have massive shit. So we... It's holiday butt. Yeah. The phenomenon of holiday butt. Exactly. So <laughs> I remember... We had, one of the activities we had planned was uh, zip lining, I think it's called. You know, like where you kind of go through the forest or the jungle and like you're on this kind of zip wire thing. And yeah. we, I remember waking up in the morning thinking, oh, oh, stomach's a bit dodgy. Oh, I don't know. But then 
I was like, okay, it'll be fine. We took the bus. Ziplining. What, Zip- what could possibly go wrong with, with chronic <laughs> diarrhea? Yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, it's just, it's just spray. It's like crop spraying. It's like a spray as you, uh, well, as like, you go across the valley. In a harness, because you're basically in a harness. You know, like a really... <laughs> A really tight harness, like putting pressure in all the wrong places. You know? The harness would effectively pull your cheeks apart as well. <laughs> oh. Oh. But obviously, there's quite a lot of adrenaline involved as well. So you know, you, you're climbing up really high, you're getting strapped in, you've got the whole safety thing, and you, you're like flying through the air, going really fast, and like you do this whole routine, this whole course, and like when we were actually up there, I was like, yeah, this is great, this is fine, like oh, yeah, nothing to worry about. And then you finish, like you kind of you hand back all the the equipment, hand back your helmet, get get the harness taken off, and then we're in this like really rural area, just waiting for the bus to the other side of the island, and then that's when it kicked in because like the adrenaline wore off, and I was like, it's like my stomach just reactivated. I was like, fuck, oh my god, like I'm oh my, I've never needed to shit so much in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's like we're in the middle of nowhere. There's like a bus every hour. The bus comes. I'm like, nah can't get on it, can't get on it, definitely can't get on it. And then I just have to let the bus go past. My wife is a, a little bit pissed off, but she understands. And go into this field. Like I go across this barbed wire fence into the field, put in my pants and then just like, just spray basically like let loose <laughs> um, <laughs> into, this bu- into this bush. And this was, we were really ill prepared this time. Like there was, the, the, I had like no tissue, like nothing. It was just, basically my shorts and t-shirt and <laughs> just <laughs> reflecting back to the the london story and liverpool street station i thought well i can't sac- I, I had nothing to sacrifice so i thought right i've got to use nature to to, to clean myself up here and then i remember kind of reaching behind me to, to, to find some sort of leave and i basically put my hand into the shit because oh, no. uh, I know, uh, it was so bad because it turns out I was expecting it to get, I was expecting it to fall down the way but I basically sprayed it like a 90 degree angle oh. <laughs> right, into, right into the bush oh, oh God. I thought you were going to so, say you like you sacrificed your t-shirt not you just no, oh, no. no I just accidentally put my hand right in it and then so then, so then I'm like I remember, um, I'm sure it's like some beer grills thing or something, or like like a surprisingly effective way to clean your hands when there's no water is just to rub them in the dirt on the ground because <laughs> it it absorbs all the liquids and like I don't know about the bacteria, but you can you can have kind of dry hands even though they're all dirty. So I remember just like rubbing my hands in the dirt and then like going to the next bush to try and find a clean leaf and like my pants around my ankles and just just a mess basically, be a total mess. <laughs> And just then, roaming, just roaming somebody's <laughs> field with shitty hands and your pants around your ankles. And then and my wife is at the side of the um, at the side of the street. Well, just at the side of the road on the other side of the, this, this barbed wire fence. She's like, "Babe, are you okay?" I'm like, "Don't come, don't come. I'm fine, I'm fine. Like, keep away, keep away." And then she hears the panic in my voice, and she's like, "Oh, are you okay? I'm going to come to you." I'm like, "No, no. Don't look at me." <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. she, she probably she probably wouldn't have married you if she had have come into the field and found you in that state. Yeah. But with your current circumstances, that's never going to happen again because now you would be there, you would have not only your wife, but you would have your baby and you would have the baby bag with you. So you would have wet wipes, you would have probably talcum powder, you'd have nappies, you'd have all sorts of stuff with you. Well, there you go. Assuming I'm a competent parent, yes. 
Um, well, it's, yeah. it's, it's a stretch of the imagination, but let's go there for the purpose of the yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, that, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. I would be well prepared to have, it'd be like toilet heaven, you know. Um, I, I could have a nappy. I could just like use a nappy. If I <laughs> so speaking of your child, you did recently send Tom and I an image of him lying on his side and he had managed to shit at least 50% of the way up his back. So first of all, thank you for that image. Cause I'll never forget that. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. And secondly, Tom, I don't know about you, but I was very impressed with the, the reach he managed to get out of that. Yeah. Can you talk us through it? I mean, I was, I was like, wow. <laughs> well, this is something my wife and I talk about. We're like, what are the dynamics down there? Because it happens quite frequently. And it can happen up the front as well. This happened just Ooh. yesterday where, yeah, like right up his side, kind of to the side, to the front, same sort of height. And we figure it just must be the angle that he's sitting at, maybe he's sitting on our knee or lying down, or you know how babies like to put their legs in the air. We can't really figure it out, but it, it will go far. And when he's sitting on your knee, like, and he farts or shits, you can really feel it. It's like, you get a fright, you know, you're like, oh my God, what's, what's this feeling? <laughs> your, your initial response is just like, throw the baby up in the air or something. You're like, oh God, what's happening? Yeah, throw him across the room. He's covered in shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we call it breach. He's breached. So you can have like a regular breach or you can have a double breach because it can breach through his little his little vest and then his sleep suit and then maybe he can breach through like a jumper as well, a third layer. So there's different like severities of these breaches. Breach for the stars, <laughs> breach, breach, breach for yeah. the lasers. Yeah, we, we, we have a little song now. Every time it happens, we're like, breach for the stars. Amazing. Um, <laughs> Amazing. It's a nice little family ritual we have. Now. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's funny because the cleanup operation is difficult. Personally, I don't really know how to react or where to start. My wife has a, she has a much cooler head around these situations. Like I'm, I'm good in other situations. I'm good at like organising things, but like cleaning up this shitty mess. I'm like, ah, like, well, do we take this off first or do we change the nappy first or do we hold them this way? Or like, oh God, the shit like on the floor now. Like, ah, well, and I get a bit panicked. So, um, well, and obviously the baby, he, he doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> well, I'll, maybe, maybe you can experiment. We need to figure out what are the conditions where you can shit 50% of the way up your back towards your neck. <laughs> if you can recreate these conditions. <laughs> I just, I just had this image, you know, when you're, you know, when you're a kid and as you're growing up, your parents have like a pen and they mark, it's like a door jam and they mark <laughs> with a, they mark with a pen line, like, uh, you know, Tom, age 10. And they have your height marked there. You, yeah. you could put a little bit of biro on his back and then date it and say, <laughs> on this date, he managed to shit this far. <laughs> yeah. That's a nice idea. Yeah. Or on his, on his little vest suits as well. We could just like get permanent marker. Um, oh, it's almost like a tide mark. In fact, some, some of them do have tide, tide mark because the shit stains, you know? So, oh. Some of his, back, his backs are a little bit yellow. A high, a high tide mark. <laughs> oh, wow. <sighs> yeah, good times. Uh, high, I think we've not only reached high tide, but high brow peak in the toilet chat, I think. Al. Well done, guys. <laughs> well done. Well, thanks, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye. See you next time. Bye.